Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, March 1st, and it's the 21st of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha this week is Ketisa, which means when you count. And our Torah portion today is Exodus 34, verses 10 through 26. However, before we begin our readings for today, let us bless and thank God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives us the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then he said, I am cutting a covenant. Before all your people, I will do wonders, such as have not been done in all the earth or in any nation. All the people you are among will see the work of the Lord. For what I am going to do with you will be awesome. Obey what I am commanding you today. Behold, I am going to drive out the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites before you. Watch yourself and make no covenant with the inhabitants of the land where you are going, or they will become a snare among you. Instead, you must break down their alerts, smash their pillars, and cut down their Asherah poles. For you are to bow down to no other god, because the Lord is jealous for his name. He is a jealous God. See that you do not make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land. Otherwise, when they prostitute themselves with their gods and sacrifice to their gods, someone will invite you and you will eat from their sacrifice. Do not take their daughters for your sons, for their daughters will prostitute themselves with their own gods and cause your sons to prostitute themselves with their gods. You are not to make yourselves metal gods. You are to keep the feast of Matzah. For seven days you are to eat Matzah, as I commanded you, at the time appointed in the month of Eve. For in the month of Eve you came out from Egypt. Every firstborn of the womb is mine, and from all your cattle you are to sanctify the males, the firstborn of the ox and sheep. 
At a firstborn donkey, you are to redeem with a lamb. But if you do not redeem it, then you are to break its neck. You must redeem all your firstborn sons. No one should appear before me empty-handed. For six days, you will work. But on the seventh day, you will rest. During plowing time and harvest, you must rest. You are to observe the feast of Shavuot, which is the first fruits of the wheat harvest, as well as the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times during the year, all your males are to appear before the Lord, God of Israel. For I am going to cast out nations before you, then enlarge your territory, so no one will covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. You are not to offer the blood of my sacrifice with hamets, nor should the sacrifice of the Passover festival remain until morning. You are to bring the choicest first fruits of your land to the house of the Lord your God. You must not boil a kid in its mother's milk. And that concludes our readings in the Torah today. Next, we're going to read from the prophets. And our reading today is in 2 Kings chapter 14. In the second year of Joash, son of Jehoaz, king of Israel, Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, became king. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Johadan of Jerusalem. Now he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Yet not like his father David, he did like all his father Joash had done. Still, the high places were not taken away. The people were still sacrificing and burning incense in the high places. Once the kingdom was established in his hand, he killed his courtiers who had assassinated his father, the king. However, he did not execute the children of the assassins, keeping what is written in the Torah of Moses, where the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers will not be put to death for the children, nor the children be put to death for the fathers, but each one will be put to death for his own sin. He struck down 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt, captured Selah in the battle, and renamed it Joktil, as it is to this day. Then Amaziah sent messengers to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let's meet face to face. But King Jehoash of Israel sent word to King Amaziah of Judah, saying, The briar in Lebanon sent word to the cedar in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. But a wild beast in Lebanon passed by and trampled down the briar. You have indeed defeated Edom, and your heart has become arrogant. Glory and stay at home. Why should you provoke trouble and cause your own downfall, you and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen. So King Jehoash of Israel 
advanced, and he and Amaziah, king of Judah, confronted each other in Beth Shemesh, which belongs to Judah. Judah was routed before Israel. They fled every man to his home. King Jehoash of Israel captured King Amaziah of Judah, son of Jehoash, son of Ahaziah, at Beth Shemesh. Then Jehoash advanced to Jerusalem and breached the wall of Jerusalem from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate, 400 cubits. He also took all the gold and silver and all the articles that were found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace, as well as hostages, and returned to Samaria. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoash, which he did, and his might, and how he fought with Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? Then Jehoash slept with his father and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son Jeroboam became king in his place. And Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived fifteen years after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? They conspired against him in Jerusalem, so he fled to Lachish. But they sent men after him to Lachish and assassinated him there. Then they brought his body back on horses, and he was buried in Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David." And all the people of Judah took Azariah, who was 16 years old, and proclaimed him king in the place of his father Amaziah. It was he who rebuilt Elath and restored it to Judah after the previous king slept with his fathers. In the 15th year of Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria, and he reigned 41 years. But he did what was evil in the Lord's eyes. He did not turn away from all the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which had caused, he caused Israel to commit. It was he who restored Israel's border from the entrance of Hamath to the sea of the Arabah, as was the word of the Lord God of Israel, which he spoke by the hand of his servant Jonah, son of Imitai, the prophet, who was from Gath-Hefer. For the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was very bitter and spared no one, whether bond or free. Nor was there a helper for Israel. But the Lord did not say he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. So he delivered them by the hand of Jeroboam, son of Joash. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did and his might, including how he fought and recovered Damascus and Hamath, For Judah and Israel, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then Jeroboam slept with his fathers, with the kings of Israel. 
His son, Zechariah, became king in his place. And that concludes our readings in the prophets today. Now we're going to move on to a reading from the writings. And today we're going to read from Psalms. And we're going to read Psalm 124 and 125. A song of ascents of David. Had the Lord not been on our side, let Israel now say, had the Lord not been on our side when men rose up against us, when they would have swallowed us alive, when their wrath burned against us, then the water would have engulfed us, the torrent would have swept over our soul, then the raging waters would have swept over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey for their teeth. Our soul has escaped like a bird out of the snare of the trappers. The snare is broken and we escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And now Psalm 125, a song of ascents. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be moved, but endures forever. As the mountains are around Jerusalem, so the Lord is all around his people, both now and forever. For a scepter of wickedness will not rest over the land of the righteous, lest the righteous set their hands to evil. Do good, Lord, to the good and to those upright in their hearts. But as for those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead them away with evil doers. Shalom be upon Israel. And that concludes our readings in the Psalms for today. Finally, we're going to read from the Apostolic Writings. And this last reading is in John chapter 18. When Yeshua had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judah, who was betraying him, also knew the place, because Yeshua had often met there with his disciples. So Judah, having, having taken a band of soldiers and some officers from the ruling Kohanim and Pharisees, comes there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Yeshua, knowing all the things coming upon him, went forward. He said to them, Who are you looking for? Yeshua the Nazarite, they answered him. Yeshua tells them, I am. Now Judah, the one betraying him, was also standing with them. So when Yeshua said to them, I am, they drew back and fell to the ground. So again, he asked them, who are you looking for? And they said, Yeshua, the Nazarite. Yeshua answered, I told you I am. If you're looking for me, let these men go their way. This was so the word would be fulfilled that he spoke. I did not lose one of those you have given me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol, 
and cut off his right ear. Now the servant's name was Malchus. So Yeshua said to Peter, Put the sword into the sheath, the cup the Father has given me. Shall I never drink it? Then the band of soldiers with the captain and the officers of the Judeans seized Yeshua and tied him up. They led him first to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the Kohen Gadol that year. Now Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Judean leaders that it was better for one man to die on behalf of the people. Simon Peter was following Yeshua with another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the Kohen Gadol. So he went with Yeshua into the court of the Kohen Gadol. But Peter was left standing outside the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the Kohen Gadol, went out and spoke to the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. The main servant at the door says to Peter, Aren't you one of this man's disciples too? And he says, No, I'm not. The servants and officers were standing around a fire they had made because it was cold and they were warming themselves. And Peter was also with them, standing and warming himself. The Kohen Gadol then questioned Yeshua about his disciples and his teaching. I've spoken openly to the world, Yeshua answered him. I always taught in the synagogues and the temple where all the Jewish people come together. I spoke nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who have heard what I spoke to them. Look, they know what I said. When he had said this, one of the officers standing nearby gave Yeshua a slap, saying, Is that the way you answer the Kohen Gadol? Yeshua answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, give evidence of the wrong. But if rightly, why hit me? Then Annas sent him, still tied up to Caiaphas, the Kohen Gadol. Now Simon Peter was standing outside and warming himself. So they said to him, Aren't you one of his disciples too? He denied it and said, No, I'm not. One of the servants of the Kohen Gadol, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you in the garden with him? Again, Peter denied it, and immediately a rooster crowed. Then they led Yeshua from Caiaphas to the praetorium. It was early. They themselves did not enter the praetorium, so they would not become unclean, but might eat the Passover. Therefore, Pilate came out to them and said, What charge do you bring against this man? They answered, If he weren't an evildoer, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. Then Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your Torah. The Judean leaders responded, We are not authorized to put anyone to death. This happened so that the word Yeshua spoke would be filled, signifying what kind of death he was about to die. So Pilate went back into the praetorium, called for Yeshua, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Are you saying this on your own, Yeshua answered, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, 
I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and ruling Kohanim handed you over to me. What have you done? Yeshua answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Judean leaders. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. So Pilate said to him, Are you a king then? Yeshua answered, You say that I am a king. For this reason I was born, and for this reason I came into the world, so that I might testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? After he said this, he went out again to the Judean leaders. He said to them, I find no case against him, but it's your custom that I release someone for you at Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They shouted back, not this one, but Baraba. Now, Baraba was a revolutionary. And that, friends, concludes our readings for today. If you're reading through the apostolic readings twice in this cycle, you'll also read Hebrews chapter 8 today. I'm Sarah Ruth. I'm so happy to be back reading with you again. And this is a reading with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time. Mm -hmm.